Hey everybody, thank you for tuning in to The Logo with Logan Chikowski. Have you ever wondered what it's like to have your own podcast? Well, if you haven't yet heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make one. First of all, it's absolutely free, and the best part, you can record right from your device with no equipment needed. Invite friends to join without meeting face-to-face, and even make money from your podcast with no minimal listenership. There are creation tools that allow you to edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And Anchor will distribute your podcast so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm today. Good luck. Now let's meet our guest. What is up, everybody? Yes, I am back after a long break from podcasting. We're bringing you our first action-packed episode of the logo here. And I cannot do it myself. Of course, I have to have some friends along with me. I have Terrain Myricks here. Of course, he was on a previous episode. Um, our, I believe he was on our panel about the opening season of NFL, correct? I think so, yeah. Yeah, he is the host of a, another um, successful podcast called Alcoholitics. Um, and of course, with all of the action going on in the world right now. Um, I expect that you all should check out that podcast. I presume that terrain has some very interesting um, insight on everything going on, Um, but that's a different story. Um, (laughs) Next up we have, of course, Kyle Coleman is rejoining us. Another member of our first um, NFL opening season panel. Kyle, how are we doing? Pretty good. How about yourselves? I'm doing well, man. I'm, Plugging through 2021 is, like I said, already been an interesting year, if I do say so myself. But Absolutely. I, I hope you are all having a great new year so far. Well, I do want to point out I am in about 70-degree weather and sunshine with bright green grass growth. So. <laughs> oh, here we go, he goes. All right, and next up, last but certainly not least, a new member to the panel. We have Donnie Shields, um, another podcaster of course he's the host of hope speaks donnie hello hello hi logan uh thanks for allowing me to be on this i you know what i am certainly least on here you guys are more experienced at this than i am uh, especially in the sports realm since you guys have been here but i'm looking forward to debating and being in full conversation about this nfl season right 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 now guys before we get into everything current going on in the nfl let's talk about terrain and kyle you guys can attest to this how completely wrong we were when we yes. made our predictions in that first podcast. What? Yes. Was I wrong? <laughs> I mean, no. You did say that the NFC East – Donnie, by the way, Terrain is a Cowboys fan. Yeah. <laughs> we went into that later. The NFC East would be horrifically bad, and they did live up to that. I, I think I undersold that. That was really bad. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and then, of course, um, Kyle, being the Panthers fan he is, I believe, he mentioned it, he talked to me earlier, I think you said you were about right on your prediction? Um, I, I was I was close. Uh, the, the Panthers undersold what I had expected, but I never said that we were high on the board going into this year. I knew it was going to be a, a good rebuilding. Right, year, right, right. So. And uh, Donnie, you didn't get a chance to join us, but uh, – I, I presume you have some thoughts on your expectations to start the season for the Seahawks and then how they ended up. What are your thoughts on that? I figured I actually didn't think we would win the NFC East. I thought it would become I thought it would come down between the three teams, the Cardinals, the Rams, and us. 
Uh, I thought the Rams were going to edge us out, but here we are in the first week of playoffs playing another playing the division rival, the Rams. So uh, my day is going to get a little bit hectic here in the next three hours. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's always it's never easy to lose to a division rival, especially in the playoffs. So let's hope that doesn't happen. Right, right. And we're going to talk about that matchup here later on. But first off, I want to know your guys' thoughts. Uh, the 2020 NFL season was, of course, it, w- it was a little different. Um, overall, we made it through all the games. Um, there was some, of course, COVID and there was some political stuff drawn into the game. But overall, I think the NFL season was a success this year. I definitely, I, I would agree with that. Um, the, the season definitely had, we were all wondering if it was even going to happen. I know there was quite a few predictions going out that by week three or four, we would have to shut things down and, and that would be the end of the uh, 2020 season. So while there's been a lot of ups and downs, I will say, I think the sports world as a whole handled COVID probably about as good as it could. Um, it made some good adaptions to, to make sure we had a league this year. Yeah, I'm honestly, I, I would, I, this, it was more successful than I thought it would be. I, I truly didn't think that, especially without, you know, like without the ability to play with a bubble the way that the NBA did the playoffs and, you know, like all those other precautions, uh, you know, you're kind of, especially with the volume of people that are involved in an NFL, like on an NFL team specifically. So just putting all the, putting all that together, it's, it's wild to think that, you know, it kind of went through this year with, you know, there obviously were some hiccups, but overall the season was completed and that's shocking. <laughs> Yeah, I thought this was actually the most well-ran sport uh, in this in 2020, especially with the COVID situation. So, I mean, it was a success. It was there two games that I could point out that maybe uh, were impacted big time by it, especially like the play quality between the Broncos game where they had to start the uh, the practice squad wide receiver, and I would even argue I think the uh, the Ravens Steelers game early in the year, and of course we had that Eagles and uh, Redskins game to end out, which I still have no idea why that ended the season. Uh, with that game on national television at 820, but that's besides the point. Uh, but no, I thought it was a very successful season, and I think the playoffs are going to be successful. But of course, that Brown situation right now with COVID, we'll see how they handle it, and we'll see how that game looks today or tomorrow. Excuse me. And yeah, that is an interesting thing that you mentioned. We'll get into that whole COVID situation here later. But uh, why don't we start going over this super wild card weekend, as the NFL has dubbed it? Um, I don't know if I'm allowed to say super. They did kind of trademark that name, but that's besides the point. You now Um, owe the NFL $400,000. Oh, boy. Let me just write down the check right now. Um, Anyways, starting off today in about about 40 minutes kickoff, my belief is that this is probably the most interesting matchup of the playoffs. We have the number seven Colts heading into Buffalo to take on the Bills. Before I talk about my stance on everything, where you guys – Outlooks for this game. What are you guys' prediction on the two teams playing at 105 today? I smell an upset. I I I think that Josh, uh, Josh Allen had an amazing season. His his season this year was fantastic. That whole Bills franchise had an amazing season. Uh, the addition of Diggs was just phenomenal for them. He's one of the best receivers in the league with the you know when he's actually getting those targets. I think. I think you're gonna you're gonna run into. I think the Colts have a pretty a pretty good defense, and I think you're gonna be you're gonna see uh, uh, the Colts get this one over the Bills. I think the Bills still still are growing, and and it's gonna show. I think today. 
Donnie, what are your thoughts? Well, it's playoff football as the weather gets colder. I'm going to say that the running game is going to overcome, and I think the Indianapolis Colts have the better running team. Uh, and I think the Colts are also going to win today. I I don't know. I think it's going to be close. You might see an overtime game. Uh, and, of course, let's hope that it goes to a uh, – I don't know. I kind of I don't know what your guys' opinion are, but I kind of hate the idea of only one team getting the ball, especially in overtime. Maybe the you know that dual score touchdown or whatever. But I do feel like the Colts are the better team. I think they have the better offensive line. I think they actually have a little bit slightly even defense with the Bills. But we'll see. It's all up to Josh Allen, and it's up for him to break the Bills' playoff curse. And see. Kyle, thoughts on Colts? Yeah, this is where I disagree with you guys. I agree with everything you said except for the outcome. <laughs> it's going to come down to running, and you're right. The Colts are the better running team. The The Bills have a uh, – where their weakest is their run defense. I think what's going to make the difference here is momentum. There, There's a reason Josh Allen played in the second half of last week, and it's because – they are playing a really hot hand right now, 10 weeks straight of just putting up monster numbers. I, I say the Bills are going to win this, and I think they're going to win it by around 10 points. You know, I think it's going to be a close game. I think it's going to be a great game to watch. It's going to be a lot of fun. But I think Josh Allen goes into the next round with the Bills here. And good for Sean McDermott and Josh Allen. I think they got a great uh, squad here for the next few years to come. Yeah, I mean, to me, I don't agree with having this game as the first one on the slate. I honestly believe it should probably switch with the Bucks washington game later because this is the most intriguing matchup to me. You guys mentioned how good that Colts defense is. I believe they were second in the league in both points and yards allowed. Um, you look at that front four with DeForest Buckner and all those big linemen. If they can pressure Josh Allen and force him to throw the ball, like, well, it sounds like an alien took over the podcast. We're gonna go. Ahead and uh, thank you, alien overlords. Um, we we submit to you and go ahead and run this. <laughs> All right. Um. Anyways, as I was saying, but I think Kyle hit the nail right on the head there when he mentioned about the Colts ran into a buzz buzzsaw. I don't think you could have wanted to not face a team any more than the Colts did not want to face mm-hmm. the Buffalo Bills. The amount of growth that Josh Allen has shown um, from a maturity standpoint, um, from a leadership standpoint, has been remarkable to me. In my opinion, he is a lock to an MVP. I know that's probably a statement, but I am a big Josh Allen guy. Um, I do believe that the Bills will will struggle with the Colts. I'm I'm not underselling the Colts by any means. But I believe the Bills could potentially win by 10 points or more. Just, just because game. you made that statement, that means that Ro- Rodgers is going to go off with a Super Bowl this year, by the way. Just because you said that. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, I respect Aaron Rodgers. He's, but you cannot deny, like, Josh Allen is the first quarterback, I believe, to have 4,000 um, passing yards, 30 touchdowns passing, and five rushing touchdowns right. ever in NFL well, history. quite frankly, and I'm not disagreeing with you. I think I'm a big Josh Allen fan. I like how he composes himself, and I like how he's like, you know, when you talk about MVPs, you are talking about, like, who leads their team the most out of, you know, especially not only having the great season, but who leads their team. But he, even above Josh Allen, you know, I think Aaron Rodgers is going to win it. But I even put Derrick Henry above Josh Allen, to be honest with you. Derrick Henry is the heart and face of the Titans. I mean, that's just my opinion. I, I also say that the MVP definitely goes to Aaron Rodgers only because of the, the lack of talent 
they drafted a quarterback to replace him this year instead of getting him a receiver that somebody's heard of besides Devontae Adams. So I, just with the pieces around and the, the defense that the Packers have, Aaron Rodgers has to get MVP at this rate. I love Josh Allen, but not, not this year. It's, it's Aaron Rodgers' this year for that award. Aaron Rodgers has the top QBR in the league. Aaron Rodgers has 48 touchdowns most in the league. Aaron Rodgers has five interceptions tied for first in the league and the lowest. It is going to be Aaron Rodgers. He led his team to that first round bye. It is 100% going to be Aaron Rodgers, and that makes me mad because I said it was going to be Patrick Mahomes, and it's not. <laughs> it's still going to, it's still going to State Farm, though. It's all right. Yeah, yeah it's the <laughs> Farm family. <laughs> Either way, State Farm's getting a paycheck. Um, but I think the only thing um, that could potentially be the downfall of the of the Bills, um, I don't know if you guys watched the last game. Stephon Diggs actually went out early with, I believe it was a leg injury. He did come back and play, and he had an amazing game. But I think that his health is might be the factor for Allen. Can he find another another receiver? Because Cole Beasley nope, is Cole Beasley is expected so, to play today yep. as of this morning. Hey, never mind. Well, we'll see how productive he is. I did Cole, not know that, actually. Yep, Cole Beasley and Stefan Diggs are both expected to play. Right, right. Okay. I don't know if you guys saw the interesting Twitter post, though, of the Buffalo Bills dancing to a, <laughs> you yes. can't touch this. I think that that confidence is probably going to end up, maybe bite them in, in the you-know-what. But I do, I am sticking by Buffalo Bills winning um, by, I'm going to say a score 27-17 and Josh Allen does end up winning the MVP this year. Uh, next game before we are getting into, I, before Donnie. Before we go to this next okay. thing, I just want you to know, I am going to, when this comes out, I am going to clip that specific that specific quote, and when Aaron Rodgers wins it, I'm just going to keep posting it to your page daily. <laughs> <laughs> I will accept that. Aaron, when Aaron Rodgers, if he wins it, or if Derek Henry wins it, I will be man enough to admit that I was wrong. Um, but as we mentioned, getting into our next game, um, also today, about 440, we have the number six Rams traveling to uh, the number three Seahawks. Donnie, you want to start with this one, seeing as it's your Seahawks? Uh, I would love to have somebody else go, but I'll go first. I, I'll, I'll leave my projection of score till the end. I think that's fair, so I'm not like kind of unbiased or like biased here. But Seattle, it's a tough road. Of course, it's a division rival. You're playing the Rams, who you played twice already this year. Uh, split the score. Russell Wilson was cooking early in the year. He's not now. I want to see if we can get that running game going. If we get the running game going, I think we'll be good. The thing is, uh, they're still talking about golf playing. I think he's out, though. I don't think he comes back with getting a a, uh, a, a, a what is that called? Like a, a pin in his, uh, in his thumb for his thumb injury. That's a tough injury to come back from. I think they'll start Wolford. Um, when it comes down to it, bottom line, defense is going to win out. Who's going to be better, Aaron Donald or is Bobby Widener and Jamal Adams going to get that Seahawks defense going? Uh, Carlos Dunlap's been a big pickup. I think we've had one of the best trading deadlines around the NFL, and we needed it because our defense is 31th in the 31 in the past game, and we've been solid against the run. But defense is going to win out. Hopefully, Seattle takes it. I'm not trying to sound biased here, but hopefully Seattle takes it. I think it's going to be a close game. We usually keep it between three and six points. So, uh, yeah, whatever. I'll give a score. I'm going to say it's going to be 33-30. Seattle. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Well, Kyle, I got two words. Aaron Donald. 
So I think that he's going to be the difference maker here. However, that injury to golf, I think that is what everything hinges on. If golf is in, even though they've been um, kind of real shaky here towards the second half of the season, I, I would say that the, the Rams probably walk away with the win. But if golf does not play, I think that this is it for the Rams for the year. And if I'm not mistaken, they're going to have a hard salary cap issue to fix going into next year with um, with some of the, the players that they have to pay. Um, so th- this could be en- the end of the Rams being, you know, kind of contenders for the next two years or so until they get that cap issue fixed. But I, I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and take the assumption that golf is not playing today and I'm going to give it to the Seahawks. Um Again, I think they're actually going to, if golf doesn't play, I think they're going to end up winning by about 14 points, probably 21 to 7. Um, I don't think the Rams can put up a whole lot of points without golf there to balance it out. I think that's fair. Green. I think without golf, I can't, in good yeah. conscience, give the Rams any sort of chance. Um, I don't know. I saw that it's he's uncertain, so I don't want to say you know he's definitely not going to be playing. But if anything, he, he is playing. It's likely not going to be at the you know top of his ability. I, I don't. I, I think that this is going to be a tough matchup for both teams. It's a you know it's usually a tough divi- a tough matchup when it's division opponents. Um, I think that the Seahawks are just going to have. I think the Seahawks are going to have just enough to get past the uh, the Rams, uh, unless Goff isn't there, and then I think the Seahawks will easily get past the Rams. Um, so yeah, I think it's I think it's going to be a Seahawks win. Right, right, right. Okay. Um, well, I'm going to say that I, I smell upset in this one. I do believe um, Jerry Goff will play, even if he is only playing with nine fingers. Um, but I think the thing that is going to make the Rams win against the Seahawks is the Seahawks defense hasn't been that good this year. It's not what we're used to seeing. Um, and I think the name that might be the key is Jamal Adams. I don't know if you guys know this. Jamal Adams um, is struggling from a shoulder injury, I believe it is. Um, so I think he, if he plays, he's not going to play to the potential that they need him to play for them to be successful in this game. And from the beginning of the year, I've said the Rams, their offense is incredible this year, I think. Their offense is explosive. They have – pretty much they can hurt you from any part of the field. Um, so I do believe that the Rams will beat the Seahawks because of the injury to Jamal Adams. And I'm going to say a final score of 21-18. So what are you guys' thoughts on Going that? Going out on a lone island there, Logan. But uh, but yeah, I think I, uh, I think this is one of those matchups that it could go either way. It, this is one of those games that injuries has been stacking up in the postseason for both teams, and that and it's a shame because both are really high caliber teams and, and could make a run um, if they had all their healthy pieces. See, I kind of go out on a limb because watching Seattle as long as I have. I expect this because with if Wolford starts and Seattle's defense to be like, you know, you think it's going to be low scoring, but because we think it's all going to be low scoring, that's why I gave the 33 to 30 number because for some reason I feel like both offenses are just going to go off for some ungodly reason because, you know, it's always opposite of what we believe it to be. So, <laughs> Yeah, I just, I just don't I, – I, I've always found the Rams to be a suspect team. 
they they are they are always weirdly like maybe over uh, over hyped for me um and i just i haven't seen like you know i mean and let me let me be clear the one season they they did quite well and went to the super bowl and then laid an egg there but i i just i don't i don't see this year i don't think they're in the top half in you know total off uh, sorry in offense for passing like in regards to yards or for rushing i, I think that they're you know they're a team they're 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 well assembled and they can work well together but they're not anything special and i though i don't think the seahawks are that much more special i think they have some pieces that can truly break the game dk metcalf can break a game he can he just can um, he'll go up and get it. He will outmuscle you. He will outrun you. Um, I think Russell Wilson is someone I would trust in a big moment with the football um, to make a play to get me the win. I think that they're, they're, the pieces on the Seahawks are just fundamentally better and more reliable and, frankly, scarier than the Rams aside from Aaron Donald. Okay, that's an interesting assumption you make there, um, Terrain. I do agree DK Metcalf is, an, in my opinion, top three receiver in the game right now. He can break a game. He can destroy any defender except, I think, the matchup today, Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey is going to pressure DK Metcalf like you have never seen him, and I think that that is going to be – the downfall. Russell Wilson is not going to be able to utilize DK Metcalf like he usually is because of not only Ramsey but also that Rams defense. But all right, getting into our next game. This is, in my opinion, another interesting game. One of the most interesting. We have Tom Brady and his new colors, his new look team, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, um, are actually heading to Washington. Um, that's going to be. Because of everything going on in Washington, that'll be an interesting game to watch. This is the nightcap. Um, what are your guys' thoughts on this game? Well, I'll – okay, yeah. Donnie, you want to start? Uh, I was just going to say, like since I'm the, uh, I'm the hater of Tampa Bay in the room, being from the NFC South, um, I really don't want to root for, for Tampa. I really would love to see Ron Rivera – who overcame his uh, cancer treatments and had that storyline going on, you know, the, the dropping of Dwayne Haskins. I would love to see Washington win this, but it's just not going to happen. Um, this, to me, because I'm uh, a big Panthers fan and, and in the NFC South, this is a matchup of good versus evil, where Washington, the Ron Rivera, the underdogs, Chase Young, the Blue blue-collar chip-on-the-shoulder players all down there in Washington fighting for it in the terrible division that they were in versus the the evil overlord of Tom Brady who just crushes everyone else's dreams in the NFL. Um, unfortunately, Tampa Bay is going to end up winning this with Alex Smith likely not to play because of that strange cap. Taylor Heineke is supposed to be their starting quarterback, and they're talking about switching quarterbacks as they go where – Maybe Smith's in for a couple plays, and then Heineke goes back in. And you just can't get into a rhythm. You can't get an offense moving with with running a system like that. So, unfortunately, Tom Brady's going to end up coming out on top again and remain everyone's number one most hated player. Um, okay. Yeah. Frank? I don't <laughs> – 
There's no way. I would literally wager all of the money that I have in my wallet that there's no possible way that the Washington football team can beat the, the Bucks. I just don't see how. The Bucks' defense is much better. The Bucks have unbelievable weapons on offense. Uh, Tom Brady is still there. <laughs> I, just, I don't see any way that Washington comes out with a win. And I don't, that, I don't feel bad about that. I think that's great. I can't wait to watch them get crushed. <laughs> I think the key to this game, um, before I tell, talk about who is going to win, there's two things. One thing is Tom Brady is up against something he hasn't faced yet. And that is an away wildcard playoff game. Do you guys know that Tom Brady has never played in an away wildcard game because of the Patriots always being the higher seed and always oh, having home it. field advantage? And, yeah, also, um, I think there's one word, sacks. If Chase Young and Marcus Sweat in that Washington defense can pressure Tom Brady, they can slow him down to an extent. I do not feel that that's going to be even enough to beat them, though. I do think the Buccaneers do come out in this one. But I think the key is not Tom Brady. I think it's going to be Ronald Jones. Um, Ronald Jones was, of course, denied 1,000 yards this season, um, also being out with an injury. But I think that Ronald Jones will be the key in that rushing game today will end up being the end of Washington. It is a feel-good story, though, for Alex Smith, that leg injury coming back. If he doesn't get comeback player of the year, I'm not watching NFL again. Um, that, that should be, he should just be given that award or even have that award named after him for what he's been able to accomplish in his comeback story. Um, but you cannot, you're not going to be able to slow down, uh, the Buccaneers today. Now I'm going to go out on a limb here. Okay. You guys are all on this Island. Okay. But the the last, I want to say the last time there was a seven to nine team in the playoffs. And I believe it was possibly 10 years ago from this one. Was it against the New Orleans Saints? Was that the Seahawks? I can't remember what year that was. I really think it was 2011, but I'm not 100% sure. No, was that 2000? I can't remember. Anyway, was it? It was 10. Okay. It was so Seahawks, the last time yeah. there was a 7-9 yeah. team that play a home playoff game, I do believe they won. But with all being said, I don't think it's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Good. I no. I I, I had, wow, I had way to get all of our hopes no, up I think and then bring us again than what, uh, than what you guys think. I think you guys are all thinking blowouts to an extent. I'm actually feeling because of the cold weather. Uh, Tom Brady uh, is from New England, but he's not used to playing necessarily away in the cold weather. I do think it's going to be a closer game. You have that Washington defensive line. Look out for that. I think their defensive line is a lot better than the Buccaneers defensive line, but that's just a personal opinion. I don't think the statistics actually back that up. Um, but I, I agree. will say – the Buccaneers are also uh, Mike Evans is not coming out a hundred percent. He left with a knee injury last week. Uh, you still have Antonio Brown, which is going to be carrying the, lo- the load and Scotty Miller, Ronald Jones. We'll see. He's kind of disappeared halfway through the season here. So if Ronald Jones doesn't get going, I see this being a lot closer game. I think, I think it's going to come down between only a 10 or seven point game. So, so let me pose this. Let's, let's hop in the realm of hypothetical real quick. Do the outcomes change if Alex Smith is 100% healthy going into this game? I believe so. 
Um, I believe that I would put it down to a six, six point to a three point game, but I still think that it would be, you know, uh, Buccaneers, you know, obviously the Buccaneers game to lose. I, I want to, but it, I want to say something that's going to sound mean. And I, I just, I want to say right now, just, just being honest. I think that Alex Smith clearly would deserve the comeback player of the year. I think that he, I think that what he overcame is absolutely phenomenal. The, the fact that he's able to continue to play football after that horrific injury and almost, you know, not getting through that, that is, it is a great feel good story. He is not playing well. He's not like, I don't understand. Like we're not, we can't go, Oh, well, if Alex Smith is there, they might put up more. No, they're, they're a bad team. They're a bad seven and nine team that kind of lucked into the playoff spot because the Eagles didn't feel like playing that game. (laughs) I hope we talk about that later. (laughs) They're just a bad, they're not a good football team. Alex Smith is not a good quarterback. He's not six touchdowns, eight interceptions. He's not playing well. He's a good system quarterback, though. And we could talk about not playing well this year. Obviously, this year, I would say he's still only about 80%, 70% even this whole season. Uh, last few weeks, he's obviously been probably like 60, 40, 30% healthy. But I don't know. I mean, Alex Smith has always been the game manager, and that's all that uh, that's all that Ron Rivera needs from him. I mean, that's why he's there in Washington. Now, obviously, Ron Rivera didn't choose him to be there because Ron Rivera accepted the job. But that's all he was ever going to be in Washington. And that's actually fit him well with the 49ers whether it was the Kansas City Chiefs, he's been only game manager, and that's what the Redskins need. They need somebody that's going to just move the ball just a little bit at a time, leave it to that defense, and score a little bit more often. Somebody is not going to lose them the game. So not Jameis Winston. But the problem problem is they don't have someone who's going to win them the game. I would agree. They can't yes. like you can't. There, the talent, dis- the talent discrepancy in this matchup is so large that you can't have someone that's just going to manage you a win. You can't. You're likely going to be playing from behind. You need someone who can go and actually get you that win. And I don't think Washington has that. Correct, but that doesn't fall on Alex Smith. <laughs> no, it falls on Washington. I agree. Yeah. Again, I I'm just saying Alex Smith is like for like plug some other quarterback in that is more of a risk taker and you can potentially see just some either it going incredibly bad or maybe squeaking out a win. But with Alex Smith, I'm just very comfortable with understanding that they're not going to win. I and also I would agree well, with that. I'm I'm gonna throw this at you real quick real quick, Kyle, because I know you're a fan of the Carolina Panthers now. Uh Haskins has just interviewed I know. Carolina. I know he's he's coming on Monday to interview and I swear if this happens I'm going to be questioning the entire regime moving forward. <laughs> it better not happen. Now, listen, Kyle, don't be knocking. I, don't be I, knocking am. Logan. I, I looked at the numbers. And just, just listen. Just hang listen. on, hang on. Can, can I say my Logan point first? Defend and then you can... Dwayne Haskins. <laughs> Regardless of, yes, Dwayne Haskins is a horrible player. <laughs> I'm not saying that by any means. He's better than me. But if you look at the numbers, the numbers are not that much worse than Alex Smith. Yes, Dwayne Haskins was there longer and Dwayne Haskins was playing more. The numbers are kind of even there between how the Redskins did with Mm -hmm. Alex Smith and how the Redskins did with Dwayne Haskins. So you really can't knock 
the whole Washington thing on. So, just Logan, I got one question for you then. So, yeah, go ahead. Did he buy you a lap dance in that strip club? Were you there yeah. with him? Is that why you're doing this? <laughs> no, 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 because no, no. I, I that's can't, not at all. Because Dwayne has to. <laughs> at all I yes, am doing. If we're, if we're talking on the field, you're right. He's he's not he's not much different. I'm talking we're, about him. This conversation started by bringing Dwayne Haskins into the organization of the Carolina Panthers who are trying to build a winning culture. It would be a terrible move for a growing team that is still building its culture to bring in a very immature quarterback who has a lot of questionable off-the-field issues as well as not excellent on-the-field success. I do, I do agree with that, and I'm not saying – yes, you are right when – no, I would not bring in Dwayne Haskins. That is a circus waiting to happen if you bring him in. What I was simply saying is the fact that you can't really blame all of Washington's oh. downfalls Washington, on well, Dwayne Haskins. They're downfalls so, on the field. They're a bad team. Off the field? Yep. They don't have players. Yep. That's it. But I will say this. So uh, let's theoretically, though, say Alex Smith started three of those games where Haskins came in. You know, and you only had to win one basically to to get the division sooner than the Sunday night game, and Haskins could not do it. Do you think Alex Smith would have at least one of those games? Probably, I would say so. Okay, yeah. Well, I, I agree with that, but that's what I'm saying. I was like, so I mean, Haskins is a terrible quarterback. I'm sorry, <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it, he is. He he's Seamus Winston. There is potential there if he gets under the right guy. Nothing more. So essentially, essentially, guys, do you guys think that Alex Smith is done after this year? Do you think he continues, or do you think he just this was his feel good story? He did what he needed to accomplish because he was missing the game. He came back, he was successful, made it to the playoffs. Can he ride off into the sunset, or do you think that he's going to oh, come, come back, back for another, another contract? Or is he still under contract? Is that? Okay, well, he'll, he'll get a contract somewhere. He'll get the agent, opportunity to compete. To he's not. He's not. He's. I don't want to say. He's not will. I I don't want. I don't want. I don't want. Do you think in person? We'll make that decision. Or you know all these other back with quarterbacks. Heck, Chase Daniels. He's not. He's better than Chase Daniels. He keeps getting backup jobs. So. (laughs) Yeah. Um. I I think Alex Smith will get re-signed to the Washington Football Team. Um. Ron Rivera really likes him. He is. He is a leader. Um. And realistically, Washington's in the market to to draft a starting quarterback. And if they don't draft one, they're going to try and pick one up. Um, keep an eye out on the potential of Cam Newton coming back to, to Washington, you know, re- reuniting with Ron Rivera. It's on the table. But no matter what, Alex Smith isn't – he's not fetching a giant price tag. You know, realistically, he's going to get a mediocre price tag. He's going to come in. He's going to be the savvy backup veteran that hopefully trains a young guy. Or if not, he competes for a starting job. I, he gets a shot. I would like to see him retire. I don't only because of the health risk. I am terrified every time I see him on the field. Um, but no, he'll be back in Washington. I would. I mean, I, I I think that his best bet would be. It depends on what he wants in in his career, right? Yeah, he's not going to have an incredibly successful season that leads to a Super Bowl, right? That's not that's not in the cards for Alex Smith. So. The question is: Is he okay with being like, like Kyle Yuki said, the the um the 
the studious elder who teaches the newcom the the incoming quarterback how to do the job and then you know gives them the tools of success and then hands them the keys like that's that's the question is he willing to do that he seems fine with doing that and if that's what he wants to do then yeah i would like him to just stop this is this is what a wonderful way to end it you played you you played you showed that you can come back from a gruesome injury walk off my man you're done it's fine. Yep. you can I, you can just can i make a predict can i make an early prediction he gets mvp next year <laughs> all right so Go who does it. alex smith remind you guys of as a quarterback <laughs> like that in recent history just out of curiosity who who, who does he remind you of because i'm going to give you my opinion but any any work any names come to mind no I, Alex Smith okay. is is no, usually the I'm one I compare honest. the other quarterbacks to. He's like okay. Well, he re- he's like he reminds me of Drew Bledsoe. Oh, uh, okay. yeah. So Drew Bledsoe will always leads his team to at least ah, good records, okay. division records, and loses his job based off injury, and then never gets it back. Basically, <laughs> so. So essentially, you're saying the person no. that reads the draft is what I'm be saying is you know who. Uh, you know who likes because getting Drew Bledsoe because Drew Bledsoe played for him? Alex Smith goes New England. I could see that. I could 100% see that. Him and Cam switch places? Yeah. I could see Well, I, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say that Cam goes to the Redskins, but I think Alex Smith is a good fit for New England because it's not a quarterback that's going to lose you the game. Yeah. But I can honestly say Cam Newton kind of lost him the game because he couldn't make good decisions. Yes. Real, real quick, not to get into the political side of things, you guys are all okay with saying Redskins, right? I know we've been saying it. Oh, it's I Washington should, football team. Redskins. I don't know everybody's no, stance I, on the whole thing. Nope. Yeah. Still it's saying Redskins. a habit to break. Everyone has. Check the tape. I absolutely haven't, and I won't. <laughs> Washington. Yeah. I say Washington football team because they're Washington football team. I'm <laughs> glad they finally decided to change that ridiculously racist name. Okay. That's fine. I will. I will stand by you 100. percent I, but yeah, I no. like to do that. Yeah, so. To be fair, I am a guest um, here. I have not said anything about anybody else. Anyway. I'm just saying I'm not going to. <laughs> but uh, yes, I agree with that prediction. I can see Alex Smith okay. going to New England. Um, I don't see Cam Newton going back. I think Cam Newton. He had an opportunity to resurrect his career. He didn't. I think it's going to be hard for him to find a starting job because that's what he wants. Mm-hmm. But I do think Washington's kind of in need of a starting quarterback, someone that's willing to take risks. Ron knows what he's going to get out of Cam, and he goes back to Scott Turner, which is an office corner he was very happy and comfortable with. I, I, I could absolutely see Alex Smith going to New England and Cam going to Washington. You know, yeah, I honestly didn't think of that, Dunny. That was a good good. You sold me on it. You made there. We'll have to see how much Bill Belichick heard it. Was like, no, can't do it now. All right, that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy, Um, that is enough for day one of the NFL. Let's move on to Sunday's games. Um, We are starting things off with Baltimore Ravens at the uh, number four Titans. Now, first off, at the beginning of the year when we made our season predictions. I was completely off. I predicted that the Ravens would win the division, that they would probably – I think I said they would be 12-4 and four again and it would be, be ridiculous. The Ravens have not been doing that well this year. Um, all the teams really haven't been doing well because of everything going on. But I think the Ravens is the most surprising 
to me in a negative way that they haven't been doing as good yeah. as I, I agree. I, I, I'm, I don't think I was as high on the Ravens, but I definitely thought that they were going to be, you know, um, division champs. I definitely thought they were going to be better than what they displayed. Um, you know, they still got it together and found a way to make the playoffs, but uh, definitely a regression year for the, for the Ravens. Um, still dangerous, still ho- always dangerous. So, uh, but, but definitely down, definitely a down year for them. Right, right, right. Um, so, what are your guys' keys? Um, what do you guys think is going to happen? Outlooks on the game. Ravens, Ravens Titans. Titans. I am going to say the, the, ti- the, the Ravens. Here's the thing. <laughs> okay, sorry, let me get close to the mic. Here's the thing. <laughs> Last year, the Ravens were embarrassed. <laughs> Last year, the Titans took all of the Super Bowl hopes that everyone had for the Ravens and just trashed it destroyed it and laughed in their face they made jokes after the game <laughs> they made jokes just just mocking lamar jackson i feel like the ravens have this game seared into their minds as a redemption game i think they they're they're like we got to do it and we got to do it in their house. We have to take it away from them in their house. I think they w- probably would like the a crowd to be there to watch them suffer, but they're you know COVID. I, I think that I think that the Ravens get the win this year. I think that the Ravens are hungry. I think that Lamar Jackson is still dangerous. I think Hollywood Brown is still you know fast and scary if he can get the ball in the open field. Um, I definitely think that the uh, I think the Ravens uh, take it over the over the titans i also i'm just i know he's better and I, I i said that he was good but i'm still very suspicious of ryan Tannehill. <laughs> lamar lamar jackson will win a playoff game okay it just Tony. won't be this year anyway so <laughs> so the ravens will fall to the titans i think there's only one king on that field and that is king henry coming back for more more food to eat and I think Henry has another three-touchdown game, probably over 200 yards. Again, this Ravens defense, I don't feel it's any better than last year. I don't feel like it's any worse than last year either. But if it's the same, Derrick Henry's going to do another thing like he did to Earl Thomas and stiff-arm somebody into his, into his own player. So I don't see – I mean, obviously there's a way, but it's going to rely on Lamar Jackson throwing the football, and Lamar Jackson throwing the football is never a good sign. It's like the Colin Kaepernick situation when – we, when we would play them in Seattle, if we made Colin Kaepernick throw the football, we were most likely going to win that game. So if the Titans make Lamar Jackson throw the football, the Titans are going to win that game. I, I agree with all the points that are being said. I think this is a very another very intriguing matchup. There are a lot of good matchups this, um, this week here in the Super Wild Card weekend. Um, Train, I agree with everything you said that the – you know, Lamar is still dangerous. Hollywood is still dangerous. The Ravens are a fast, and they are bad. They are just an angry team. However, I don't think that emotion's going to help them in the end. Um, I think it's going to be a very close game, and I'm going to, to challenge what Donnie just said, and I think this is actually going to fall on Ryan Tannehill. I don't think this is going to fall on Henry, only because the Ravens, do not want to see that happen again. They are going to play very aggressive at the line. They are going to load the box, and I think it, they're going to have to turn 
to Ryan Tannehill, and I think it's going to be play action. Um, and and Tannehill, he's another one who is to me like Alex Smith. He's a relatively a game manager. He's not winning you the game, but he's not losing you the game either. Um, I think Henry's still going to eat. He's still getting over 100 yards, 150 yards probably. Um, but I think Tannehill is going to kind of make the difference for those clutch third down conversions. And I don't think the Ravens are going to be able to overcome it. They just they didn't improve enough from last year. Um, they didn't get worse, but they didn't get better. And, and I don't I, – Lamar Jackson has a future. I think they have a good chance um, going into next year to finally – win their division if they can, you know, prevent the Browns from stepping up. But, uh, yeah, I, I think this one's going to be the the Titans, um, I'd say, by probably about 14 points. Wow, okay. Um, so I'm going to start off with saying by I think the Ravens this year have probably had the most – how do I want to word this hurtful season uh, with all the COVID stuff going on um, the Steelers game and how they pretty much had to play a game with like third string players and still almost won. Um, so I think the fact that they do that is going to be a test to Tennessee. However, I do agree with Donnie's point. I think King Henry needs to take over this game um, in order for them to be, to be a big factor in this game. I do believe However, that the Ravens do come out um, on top, final score 31 to 23. Um, but again, looking for King Henry. We're also going to be looking at another Brown, mm-hmm. I think AJ Brown for the Titans. We're going to have to see how he handles that Ravens defense. I think he's going to be another one to watch in the game. But yeah, I do agree. Ravens have a good have a good thing going for them. Lamar Jackson. They should just pretty much take the Ravens helmet and take the logo off of it and put Lamar Jackson's face on it at this point. (laughs) But, yeah, Ravens will win 31-23. Moving on, um, the least intriguing matchup to me, the Bears at the number two Saints. The Bears. Um, Yeah, no, this to me, um, again, screw the NFC South, um, you know, all the other teams in it are just – I'm sick of them being overly good with their Hall of Fame caliber quarterbacks. Um, props to Mitchell Trubisky for saving his career this year. Um, good for him. He has a lot of potential. But there's he's not overcoming this, this Saints defense that is just going to eat Trubisky up. Um, Drew Brees is – you know in his later years is still an excellent quarterback. Um, he's still challenging all of those records and just – Saints are going to win this one, you know, pretty readily. Um, I, I'm estimating the Saints are going to probably put up somewhere in the 30s. Um, and the Bears might probably get one touchdown, 10 points tops. So Bears win or Bears lose by like three touchdowns. I, okay. I, I, I for the most part, I agree with everything that was just said. I would also like to add, I don't care about this game one bit. I can't believe I have to, I can't believe it's a game that I have to watch. Um, Like, 
this is the most boring not intriguing there's nothing in it for like everything else has some element of interest this has nothing for me like i my i guess my thing is the saints have the most interceptions this year tied for the most so i kind of just want to see how many times mitchell trubisky gets picked off uh and if and if nick Foles gets into this game at some point i i think that the saints are going to win this pretty easily um i can't wait until i watch it and it turns out it's the most interesting game of the of the weekend and i'm wrong but i can't imagine i can't see a future of that happening well the saints and the the saints and the buccaneers i feel like these two teams have what i call trap games okay the buccaneers of course probably looking in next week already the saints probably looking in next week already but i'm i i can see the bears upsetting more than i can see the redskins upsetting the bucks the problem is you have an aging Drew Brees. I don't think he's played very well the last three weeks, especially coming back from his injury. I don't know how much you can use Taysom Hill. That Saints defense is still going to be there. The Bears defense is still going to be there. The problem is I don't trust Trubisky either. So if I'm playing it safe, which I kind of have to, I'm going to pick the Saints to win by double digits. But look out for the Bears. There could be a major upset because I think the Saints are already looking down the road to either playing a Seahawks, Rams, or otherwise. Okay. Um, I'm also on board with the Saints winning this game, as well as this being the least intriguing matchup to me. The only thing that would really intrigue me is two things, actually. Um, One, what Drew Brees are we going to see? Are we going to see the aging Drew Brees as father time finally going to catch up with him? Or are we going to see first ballot Hall of Famer, potentially the best to ever do it, one of the best to ever do it, Drew Brees? Which one are we going to see? Also, um, Alvin Kamara and Michael Thomas and Drew Brees are all going to be on the field at the same time for the first time in a while. Um, How effective are they going to be? That is another thing to watch. Um, As well as I do agree that the Chicago's defense really hasn't been doing that well um, recently, even with Khalil Mack. I mean, I'm one of the biggest fans of Khalil Mack and my, he's one of my favorite players in the NFL to watch, but I do think that that's not going to be enough for the bears to overcome First ballot Hall of Famer and Alvin Kamara and Michael Thomas. I do not see that happening. So I'm going to say final score, Saints 38, the Bears 11. Now, hang on. I don't see that. I just have a real quick question. Being that much of a How do you think game. they get that 11? Are they going to go <laughs> for – are they going to have three points going into the fourth quarter and then <laughs> no, there's going to be a safety at some point. There's going to be a safety. I'm not used to people saying 11, and I'm like, okay, I got to know what this is. <laughs> you got to make the game yeah. interesting. It's an inter- so listen, they need I'm, every point. They're, they're going to they're gonna, they're gonna block the uh, first Saints extra point, and they're going to run it yeah, back. Gotta be a <laughs> yes. Got it. I, I rely go. on that See, more than I would have said. Donnie knew what I was thinking. Thank you, Donnie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next up, I cannot wait to talk about this one. My number three Steelers home playoff game against the Cleveland Browns. Um, I'm. I have to say something first as a Steelers fan. I apologize to everybody who, even 
at the beginning of the year when I said that the Steelers would finish second in their division and they would end up with a record of, I believe it was 10 and six. I was completely wrong. Of course, the Steelers started out with 11 straight <laughs> wins. Um, granted, those are probably wins we shouldn't have gotten, but that's a different podcast to talk about. Um, but <laughs> the way they started, the way they've been playing throughout the year, um, Big Ben, I, I've enjoyed watching him this season and his new offense, um, how he gets rid of the ball a lot quicker. He doesn't make his as much risky throws. He doesn't make as much risky decisions. Um, pretty much he's shown that he is the leader of this team years before. And um, he could also, in my opinion, be in the top five for MVP. But that's just that's just me saying it. As a Steelers fan, some of you would say. But no, that's not the case. He is incredible this year. Um, but I think <clears throat> the thing that is going to be the most intriguing is, of course, we know all of the stuff that happened recently with the Browns and the Steelers last year. We know how last week the Browns ended up winning the game by two points, even though the Steelers didn't have their starting line, starting lineup out there. Um, I think it's going to be an interesting outcome this week when Ben's back, Juju's back, and Connor's back. And I do see the Steelers pulling this one out um, 21-17. Oh, I'm glad you let me go first. I want to paint a picture here for everybody, okay? So it's going to be the Steelers are going to be ahead by two, okay? Fourth down, game on the line, fourth quarter, final seconds. Browns are going to line up to kick a field goal, okay? What is better than having Cody Parkey in a situation to kick a game-winning field goal? I say that Cody Parkey does a triple doink and misses this time. (laughs) And that is going to be the final end to the game. I think Steelers win by two. (laughs) Okay, interesting. Oh, sorry. Great. My apologies. Um, I <laughs> I was just thinking about the triple doink. Um, <laughs> no, you're good. Uh, okay, the Browns have had a wonderful. <laughs> I do agree. As a Steelers fan, I do agree with that. Well, while Terrain figures out what's going on, uh, got to the playoffs. It is a it is an incredible story for the Browns that have been so unbelievably bad for so so long. But I have to go with this. I have to read a quote here. Wide receiver on the Steelers named Juju Smith Schuster, who said, "I think they're the." I think they're still the same Browns team I play every year. I think they're nameless gray faces. They have a couple good players on their team, but at the end of the day, I don't know. The Browns is the Browns. I think that's correct. I think truer words have never been spoken. The Browns is the Browns, and the Browns is going to lose. They are who we thought they were. (laughs) Well, I... The Steelers, Kyle, in my thoughts? opinion, had probably one of the easiest schedules in the first half of the season. Um, so I'm, I'm happy they were able to go 11-0 because if they wouldn't, it would have been just a disappointment. I am very happy for the terrible franchise of the Browns right now. They finally did it. They finally deserved it. Um, Stefanski finally, you know, 
came in there and did something with Baker Mayfield, Miles Garrett, and that that crew of, of some good talent. Going into this week, I was willing to say that the Browns were going to win this game. However, COVID-19 decided to change things up again on us. And now Stefanski's not even going to be on the field. And he is a play caller for the Browns. And Miles Garrett might not play. With those facts, the Browns needed every man on board to win this game. They, it was possible for them to do it without those two pieces, without their offensive play caller, their, their big-time decision-maker, and Miles Garrett, their only major offense or defensive weapon. The Steelers are going to end up winning this one, and the Browns are the Browns again. Okay. I, I think so say that if they're on, all those people are on the field, the I think the Browns win. have a great chance. And I think this would have been the opportunity for the Browns to win. They just would have to get some momentum going. Nick Chubb needs to eat. Um, if those things happen, you know, I, I think the Browns would have came out on top with this one. I think it would have been a real close game. I think it would have come down to a field goal probably in the last drive of the game. But I think the Browns would have came over, overcame the, uh, the obstacles of the Steelers. Here's, here's my thoughts. Uh, I know I mentioned the outcome, um, but I wanted to get into one more stat line here. There's only one NFL quarterback who has a higher QBR on play action this season than the Browns quarterback. Does anybody want to take a guess as to well, who that is? Well, talking about it here, I'm going to say – Only one that. person has a higher QBR on play action than Baker Mayfield. I'm going to say Tannehill. That is okay. – mm. It is actually your guys' pick to win the MVP, Aaron Rodgers. And let's just remember, Logan, that nobody defends against Aaron that Rodgers better than Pittsburgh, however. So I do think, yes, Pittsburgh. I did. Yes, I, I picked uh, Josh Allen, but yeah. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to get that stat line out there. Um, I do think this is going to be a good game. I hate saying that as a Steelers fan, and the Browns are one of our. Biggest rivals. I, I will respect the game that Baker Mayfield has played this year and the game that the Browns have played this year. Um, Can I really quickly? And I think it's going go to be an interesting said, thing to watch. Ben Roethlisberger, um, you would say, potentially would be um, in the top five for MVP voting. I, I just, I just want to make sure that it's clear that the only way that is possible is if he is correct. holding hostage the uh, the MVP voters and forcing them to do it. He hasn't <laughs> had an MVP year. Dude is in the bot like total QBR twenty second. He's not that like didn't give didn't get over four thousand yards. He's thirty three touchdowns, ten picks. Thirty three is like seventh in the league. No, <laughs> no. I know that you're a fan, but absolutely not. But he has like ten plus rushing touchdowns, though, right? <laughs> He's so fast. He's like, okay. <laughs> okay, but do you at least agree with the point that Ben Roethlisberger's game this year has been, I think, better than he's had his entire career? Even though the numbers haven't shown it, the way he's played the game, the way he's went about it with the whole injury to his through his arm, the whole COVID situation, the way he's played with the young team that he has. The Steelers are one of the youngest teams uh, in the NFL, by the way. 
I, I, I can't, I been cannot able to agree do with that. that do you not agree? You would have had anybody but Mason Rudolph last year. You would have been in the playoffs. Up from that. <laughs> I also um, it, it is, can, go it ahead. Is a, it is a Mike Tomlin reason why you guys are where you're at. I don't believe it falls on Big Ben. Big Ben, actually, I don't believe has had a really good year this year. His receivers have dropped a lot of passes, yes. The running game hasn't gotten going, yes. That defense looks amazing. But bottom line is, if you had anybody but Duck Dodges and, uh, and uh, yeah, I can't remember his name now because he's irrelevant. Uh, Mason Rudolph, <laughs> you would be probably in the playoffs last year, and you would probably still be making the playoffs this year with anybody else. I I echo that sentiment. Um, it's Big Ben did not have a great year. I think the offensive play calling had a better year. I think they had done Big Ben justice based on what's been going on. But I don't think Big Ben's skill so or decision-making think- has anything to do with any of that. So, Donnie, going back to what you said. No, um, no. No, so Mason no, Rudolph's no. in the game to shut the season. Yeah, he, he explicitly said Mason Rudolph Mason was Rudolph? not like <laughs> No, Dobbs isn't third. No, no, no. Hodges was third. So string. let's put Josh Dobbs. Josh Dobbs, third string. You think they're still eleven and 0? Wasn't Dobbs and Jack? Though? Dobbs is third string now, though. He would have started at the beginning of the year without Ben. Instead of Ben. Anyway, so are you asking That's I said right. anybody? Yeah, they, they got him later in the year. You're right. Yeah. Um, but unless I didn't say that, I thought I did. I say that guys? I thought you said that. Okay. I I am right, just you at least said Rudolph. I'm okay. how you're all like understood, like how you all kind of know who the backup quarterbacks on on the Steelers are. You know a deep like deep bench on this. I don't know that. Okay, but any my I guess to echo my statement, anybody with a relative arm, like an average league quarterback, would have made you guys the playoffs. Would you have gone eleven and zero? Probably not, but you probably still would have gone nine and two, eight and three, and that should have been enough because late in the season was where you guys struggled a little bit there, and probably you would have won at least one or two of those. Okay, that's a fair assumption. Um, so we have re we have previewed Super Wild Card Weekend. Now I have a tough question to ask you guys. I it might be am... a little. Too so soon to ask this, but Super Bowl prediction. I said that the We're Chiefs with are terrain. going to make the Super Bowl. I have zero reason to believe that to not be true. So I still say the Chiefs make it out of the AFC. Um, as for the uh, NFC, I, I hate to be, I hate to do this because it's like literally, oh, you picked the top two teams. I can't see the Packers not making it either. I, I, Aaron Rodgers is playing at a level that is just unfathomable. Uh, I don't know how any team stops him. Uh, so I, I got to say Chiefs Packers. And I know it's like a cheap pick because they're both number one seeds, but what can you do? Oh, yeah. This this is another hard one. Okay, um, but I don't think the Chiefs are going to get it this year. How do I, I agree with Terrain that I don't think anyone in the NFC are gonna, is going to upset the Packers. I think Aaron Rodgers is going to just shove it to the Green Bay Packers for drafting a quarterback instead of getting him some help. Um, and I think he's going to win the Super Bowl here. But I think the Chiefs fall short, and I, I really think Josh Allen and the Bills are going to ride this hot hand all the way in. I, I don't see anyone that's going to be able to upset them um, on the other side. I don't think the Chiefs' defense is going to be able to stop them. I, 
neither the Browns nor the Steelers, if they were to get far enough or, or stopping them, um, Tennessee is the only one that would stand some kind of chance just because of time of possession that they would have. Um, but no, I, I think Buffalo's going and I think the Packers are going. And I think Aaron Rodgers' experience is just going to beat out the young man and Josh Allen. And I think Packers are going to be the Super Bowl victors this year. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go Packers and Chiefs, kind of a cheap one, number one okay, seed. But, um, I mean, I, I, I'm i going to see a State Farm Super Bowl. <laughs> you know, I'm sorry. That's going to be it. I just – I can't see anything other than that. Um, again, Aaron Rodgers is having the probably probably his career year, and albeit I just I still want I still want, want him to be better than Brett Favre. Brett Favre is still my ultimate uh, Green Bay and all time quarterback. Um, I would love to say Seattle in the NFC, but that's not going to happen. I do not believe if we have to run into the Saints or the Packers. Um, but yeah, the Chiefs. I feel like the Chiefs are just too good over there in the AFC. And I mean, I would love to see the Bills in there. Just only so the Bills could pull the, could pull the ultimate Bills and actually lose in the Super Bowl like they always do. Um, <laughs> but I, I, yeah, I got to go with the one seeds. Okay, um, I, I do agree with uh, you guys on the point that there is nobody in the NFC, in my opinion, that can stop the Packers. Um, Aaron Rodgers and the Packers have proved that they are the best team in the NFC this season, and they will make it to the Super Bowl. Um, And I am also going to agree with Kyle um, with the Buffalo Bills being able to surpass the Kansas City Chiefs. I think it's Josh Allen's time. It's Josh Allen has grown so much as a quarterback, as a person. Um, And I honestly think that the Bills end up upsetting the Packers in the Super Bowl this season. So, so not, not the only to did win the he Super say Bowl. that Josh Allen was going to be Aaron Rodgers in the MVP, but he also said that Josh Allen was going to be Aaron Rodgers yeah. in the Super Bowl. Just remember, so when you lose both of those, yeah. Logan, <laughs> I will clip both of these. You you don't even know. <laughs> that that's. Can I also? I just want to say to Kyle's point, which I think is absolutely amazing. <laughs> okay, I'll be right waiting that for that. This is, and you you didn't use these words, but I, I want to. I, I think this is what you're saying, which I agree. Aaron Rodgers has put together a a, a remarkable season and a potentially Super Bowl bound season based purely on passive aggression. Like yes. this passive aggressive like way of going okay you want to draft a quarterback in the first round i got something for you i'm gonna play better than i've ever played before like that is <laughs> it is so wild that this is his like all right i'll show you guys by being the greatest <laughs> yep from now let me kind of look at the bills aspect that's kind of similar from their point of view, because last year, if you remember correctly, they were in the wild card (laughs) round with the Houston Texans and they were actually up by 14 and Josh Allen ended up blowing the game and the Texans ended up winning. So I think as much as it is also a 
stick it to him for Aaron yeah. Rodgers is to stick it to him to all the Josh Allen naysayers that says, oh, this guy's not big enough to make it to a Super Bowl. So I think just as much, it's his, it's his season to kind of stick it to everybody and say, listen, I'm, game, I'm for real. I'm one of the best in this league, if not Josh the Allen best quarterback. Josh forgot how to play the game of football. So yes. I think this year he's like, ooh, I got to show people that I know what I'm doing out here. Like, I think that's fair. I think that's very fair. Yep. Uh, I'm I'm just still blown away that you you're picking that decision. Um, Donnie, your thoughts? <laughs> no, again, like I said, if I, if I had to go MVP race, I'm going Aaron Rodgers <laughs> with my number one vote. I'm going Henry with my number two, and then uh, Allen with my three. I think Allen's still third on the list. I think Derrick Henry to his team and to the league is more valuable than Josh Allen, and I, and that's not a diss on Josh Allen. I think he's came a long way, but it's just not his year. Okay, cool, cool, cool. All right, we've gone over the first round and our Super Bowl predictions for this year's NFL playoffs. Um, real quick before we go, I have another interesting thing that I actually saw on social media today on my Facebook. It was posted in the group that I'm in. Um, there was a list of five quarterbacks who are potentially maybe retiring this year. And I just want to know your guys' thoughts on if they'll actually end up retiring or, or staying for another year. So, um, we're going to start off, of course, we mentioned to start the podcast, first game, Colts and Bills um, is actually underway here. Um, but Philip Rivers was one of the names that I saw on that list. Philip Rivers, do you think that he is going to continue to play to support his 25 kids and counting? Well, I mean, his oldest kid's probably about to go in the NFL, Phillip isn't he? Like, he's seen in the NFL. He's got... <laughs> that man is fertile. Yeah. I don't know. There's um, too many of them to keep track. The way I'm looking, I'm happy that he's having a good season. <laughs> I'm happy they made the playoffs. I like Phillip Rivers and his tenacity. tenacity. Yeah. Um, he, he's just a real spicy player. I love it. I think this is going to be it for him, though. He's already accepted a job um, coaching high school football in the fall. Um, now, granted, he could always back out of that if the money is right. But I, I don't foresee that happening. I foresee Philip Rivers um, throwing in the towel and saying, hey, I had a good good run. I went to a new team. I did really well. I proved everyone wrong, but I'm walking away, and I'm going to go start my, my baseball team um, and run a farm. I think if he makes the AFC championship game or the Super Bowl, he'll hang it up. If not, I think okay. it does come Donnie. down to a money situation. Um, and if somebody's going to offer him, like the Colts did, $25 million a year to play per year, maybe he'll stick around. I don't think the Colts will keep him, though. Uh, I, I think they'll move on with the draft or get somebody in free agency. Um, but I do want to know, since we are in the day of an age of COVID, does he have multiple houses for those 25 kids? If not, that's like a violation. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure they started like a small house farm or something. So okay, okay. they probably got it's, like, it's like it's like six a house. So okay. <laughs> There's actually only nine. I say twenty five. There's actually only nine, but it's just funny. I think that I think that Philip Rivers actually this Damn, that's year a whole kind of was this was his like <laughs> you know 
he didn't do too badly at all. I think he he had a very like I thought he had a good year for for who he is and and was able to get this team to the playoffs. And I definitely think I, I think I, I'm going to go ahead and agree with Donnie here. I think that it's going to depend on what the contract offer is, um, because I, I do think that he has proven that he can still get a team where they need to go. I think that it's going to depend on he's not going to go to a team that's not going to be a winner. He's not going to go to a team that's like um, that they would have to like scratch and claw to to like potentially get eight wins like he's he's going to he's going to play for a contender or he's not going to play at all so it'll depend if he gets an offer from from a contender and what that offer is uh, i wouldn't be surprised to see him hang it up but i i at this point right now i don't think he will but we'll see okay um i'm gonna agree i don't think that he does hang it up this year um yes i do believe this was his shot to prove that he he can be an elite quarterback um philip rivers is a good quarterback he's never really been in my opinion one to make it to a super bowl and win a super bowl however i do think if they do what if hypothetically speaking the colts are like last year's titans and they end up making it to the super bowl um i do think rivers does however stay with the team if they make it to the Super Bowl this year. A, I think that's the only thing that opinion. would keep him to stay there. Um, so the Nets, that's a tough one. Um, I, I'm going to say, I'm going to say yes for the simple fact of his productivity, but the only thing that would stop him is, of course, people look at the Hall of Fame Oh, he never made it to the to the Super Bowl or the big game. That's going to be the only thing that I think will. I keep, guess it depends on what um, class he comes out with. What are your uh, thoughts, Tony? Do you think he's Hall of Famer? Because it seems to go more in waves and classes. I, I don't know. He's borderline. I mean, I think he was probably one of the best ones in that draft class, but it just depends on the retiring class. Right, right, right. Next name on the list. Um, actually, we're going to skip that one because I think I know where you guys are going to go with that one. Alex Smith. We kind of already talked about this. Um, Alex Smith. Um, we're going to reiterate here. Do you guys think he's I, done? I feel like um, he won't, uh, but I feel like he should. I'll, I'll, I'm going to leave it right there. I think I said that earlier. I feel like he should retire. I don't truly know that he will. I think that he might, you know, be the bridge quarterback, the 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 teacher quarterback for a young quarterback um, on a team. But I, I, he should stop. He should just stop, my man. Stop. You know, I'm not going to take a whole lot of time here. I'm just going to echo exactly what Terrain said. I said that yeah. earlier in this oh. podcast. Um, should stop. He's not. He's gonna. He's gonna be the mentor moving forward for at least another year, uh, two at most. Jacoby Brissett and Alex Smith will be in New England next year. <laughs> okay. Donnie? Ooh, Jacoby Brissett coming back to New England. Well, yes. So and not if, only did and you if Garoppolo's on the market, maybe Garoppolo ends up Smith, in New England. You also <laughs> included Jacoby Brissett. Belichick's going to take a picture and send it to Brady. See, we don't even need you. Oh, they're going to win the Super Bowl next year. Okay. <laughs> now <laughs> – Plus, don't look, don't forget, don't forget the players that opted out too, based off um, yeah, COVID too. So that's gonna make a big difference. Huh. That will make a big difference. Um, I, 
from a health standpoint, I do think that Smith should probably hang it up. He's he's proven that he's done what he wanted to do. Essentially, he wanted to prove that he could still play even with that injury. Um, he was missing the game for being out for so long, and he came back. And my opinion, he did well for what was given to him with the COVID stuff and with his leg pretty much being non-existent at times. Um, I do think he's done what he's needed to, and I think he should hang it up. Uh, but I do not think he does. I think he will be around at Washington next year, helping whoever they draft in the draft this year. So he will be the backup for the – or whoever it is. Or he might even be the starter heading into next season, helping that backup develop. So I do think he stays. Um, next name on the list, Drew Brees. You think Drew Brees, um, if he does not win the big one, do you think he stays, or do you think uh, hypothetically Drew they Brees, win and he's out? If what he do does not win Drew the Super Bowl, or... will continue playing. I, I truly think uh, that Drew Brees, he still can produce. I think that he has, he still has that ability. Um, I think he's still he's still on a very very good team with a, with really good um, options for him, so that he can just dunk the ball down to um, Kamara and then let him run for forty yards down the field. Uh, so as long as he's in that nice you know cushy situation, he's going to do that. Unless he wins the big one, then he's out. I think he's definitely out if he wins. Um, man, I really hope he he's out no matter what. Uh, <laughs> Being, being in the NFC East, I, I can honestly say I hope he retires. Um, and you know why I'm going to go ahead and I'm going I'm going to say that I'm not sure how much time's left on his contract. Um, I was just getting ready to look it up, but real realistically, I think no matter what Drew Brees says, hey, this is it for me. I'm good. I think he's going to remain with the Saints on a different capacity, um, kind of like a um, a contract person that comes in, works with Taysom Hill, like a contract trainer almost. Um, Drew Brees is just kind of real. He's a real humble guy. I respect him a lot. And I, I think he's going to do what's right for the team here. Um, he's made his money, and I think he's going to walk away now and recognize that it's time to hand it over to Taysom Hill, who they've clearly been grooming to start next year, who's going to come at a much lower price tag than Drew Brees. So, Kyle, I'm actually looking now before we get into Don. Yeah, um, okay. He'll be back next time. I, I, I resend everything I just so said. To be He'll be back. To be fair, that was all a dream that um, you had, right? Yes, yes. It, it was really hopeful thinking. <laughs> and I wanted to believe it, and I was just hoping that the contract lined up with it. Um, but no, no, he, he'll be back next year. If he just signed the contract in the offseason, I'm screwed again. So, Drew Brees retires. He goes in the broadcasting booth. I think he'll retire with one year left, still on um, that two-year deal. Donnie, uh, that was just probably to make a, make him feel good. I think he was hopeful thinking at the beginning, but he's going to retire. He'll go to the broadcast booth. Taysom Hill will take over. They'll probably draft a quarterback like BYU's Zach Wilson if he could drop that low. There's been a lot of hype on him. He's, and he's pretty- there's no way he'll drop that low. You don't think so? No, I think he's going to go in the top fifteen. All right. Well, I mean, Lamar Jackson did fall pretty high, and he even won the Heisman. So I'm, you never know with the quarterbacks. They could fall. Um, but on top of that, then the backup, I know Logan's going to love this comment, but the backup, Jameis Winston, he's going to go to Pittsburgh. 
now here, 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 hear me out here on this one, Logan. Okay, just hear can we please move Mason Rudolph? Like, if that's what happens, I'd rather scream. move Rudolph. No, Hold on, I, I, listen. I'm just going to say this: when you look at like you. the the body builds of the of the, who the Steelers like as their quarterback. No, I'm totally Winston joking. actually fits that though. He's a pocket passer. He has good. He like he has a big arm, but he does make a lot of dis- bad decisions. And Big Ben has in the past too. Listen. As much as yep. I hate to say it, I do agree. Me and Kyle both yep. made the point on the other podcast about how we both thought that Cam Newton potentially fit in Pittsburgh. Um, of course, he ended up no, in New Cam England. New- Cam so New I do agree with like that fact Pittsburgh. that they love big body quarterbacks who are not afraid to to run the ball if needed. Um, but go ahead, Kyle. <laughs> but. All right, next name on the list. Oh, before we get into that, uh, my thoughts. Uh, Drew Brees, I do agree with Donnie. I think um, he hangs it up at the end of this year. I know he did just sign that contract. However, um, he has experienced some injuries this year that I think I think it was too good to be true when he signed that contract. He thought, oh, I got a couple years left in me. And I think he's oh, I probably going to realize, right. or he is realizing already. I hope you are both I don't so know right. that I can do this at the level that I used to be at. I so I do think that's retired. <laughs> Okay, next. This one's gonna be interesting. Next name. Yeah. <laughs> next game name that I saw on the list. I'm not gonna start with this one. I'm actually gonna go last. Um, Big Ben. Realistically, done the end of um, no. I think Big Ben. We're gonna start with Kyle. Of, like he's been tossing around the idea. I know he he made that comment last year that maybe he should just hang it up. Um, I'm not sure what what was going on there, but they they don't have anyone to replace him. So as a franchise. They're screwed if he does. Um, they're in the market for a quarterback, but because they're in the playoffs, they're not getting uh, a high-caliber quarterback in the draft. Um, but I think Big Ben's a lot like Brett Favre in the sense that they're going to go until they cannot physically go anymore. And I love Brett Favre, but I don't I don't think Big Ben has the sense to, to call it quits. He should between the number of injuries, but I think because of this new offensive system that you talked about, where he's getting the ball out quick, he's not having to to take the hits he used to take. I think he's gonna keep going. Yeah, you guys are stuck with Big Ben for at least two more years, probably because he doesn't want to retire, and you'll get uh, James Winston, okay. like I said, so. Donnie. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I I agree with Kyle. I don't think that Ben has. I think either it's, okay, it's terrain thing or, or what have you. I I just don't think he's going to. He's going to be like, why would I have to retire? Like I think he might tease it the way that Favre did, but I don't think that he's going anywhere uh, anytime soon. I literally wouldn't be surprised if the dude was playing like. Playing, um, but yeah, I, I don't I don't think that he's retiring unless you know there's some sort of shakeup in in Pittsburgh and they kind of force him out. Um, but then I think he'd probably try to go to, you know, some other team to spite Pittsburgh. Um, <laughs> so I don't, by the way, another thing I just wanted to kind of, um, I wanted to uh, throw out there as a, another option for Pittsburgh. Um, Carson Wentz is looking to her a new team. <laughs> he's looking for a new team. So he's, he's looking for a new team and the dude's like six foot six. Uh, like, he can make just as dumb of decisions as Ben. Like, get in there. The highest paid quarterback in the league is 
like sit in the bench. Oh man, well, um, like he signed that massive deal. At this point, isn't Patty the uh, isn't Patty Mahomes the no? I, 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 comes after the rookie deal. Got that's that's an extension. Yeah. Yeah, um, I do think Ben is is staying there um, for at least the next one, if not two seasons. Um, I don't think they draft a quarterback this year, um, even though they held off last year and I said they would. I think that they hold to it again this year and they do not pick a quarterback. I do think, however, um, the quarterback of the future um, could probably either be there now with Josh Dodds or it could come out of the draft at some point in the future. So do you want um, him to hang it up as we'll a have to fan? Wait and see. But no, I do not think that Ben hangs it up. And time will tell. Um, as a fan, no, I do not want him to hang it up. Um, however, I, I do know that it's coming soon. I do think that he will – be leaving soon just because of the fact that he's a big body. He is, he has been one of the toughest NFL players in my opinion, uh, but he continues to take risks at times, even though his play has been good this year. Um, I do think that play style will not fit him as he gets older. and He has to eventually either slow down a little bit or make different decisions. Um, So as a fan, I don't want to see him go, but I do think that within the next two years, we're going to be seeing a new quarterback in Pittsburgh. And then the final name I wanted to hold off on this. I think I know where this is probably going to go. Um, of course, his name's brought up all the time. Tom Brady. Do you think he'll be back? Um, he comes back next year, or do you think he's done? Uh, we're going to start with. If Tom Brady Don- wins the Super Don- Bowl, he's walking away with a big middle finger to New England, and that's that. Kyle? If he doesn't, he's back. Tom Brady will be playing football long after we're all dead. I don't. He's not going anywhere. I, I, I don't want him to be around. I would very much like him to, you know, go. Just get out of here, man. You've done everything you need to do. You're the, you're the best of all time. Get out. I'm sick of you. He will be here long after we're gone. Long after the earth has been swallowed up, Tom Brady will still be throwing seven-yard dunk passes to uh, slot receivers. So you're talking about the start of next season when the earth is swallowed up and all the humanity's done. Yep. 2021 had some interesting things coming for us. Stay tuned. I do also think that <laughs> how, do, how do I come back from that comment? Um, <laughs> I do also think that's fine. That Tom Brady, um, if he does win a Super Bowl, like Kyle mentioned, he does walk out with a big middle finger to New England. He says, I didn't need you guys. Like, I can still win without you. Um, and I do think he does retire. However, seeing as I don't predict the Buccaneers will win a Super Bowl, we will see Tom Brady next year um, in Tampa. So, guys, um, I think we're – at about the time here. I had a lovely um, I time. Thank you, so thank you very much for joining much for me today. Me. This was and, awesome. Uh, your guys' thoughts on everything? Yeah, thank you for uh, the great conversation about what we're about an hour and a half now. So, yeah, 
Awesome time. Great talking football cool, with cool. you guys. Uh, what is this airing, Logan? Because can I give a Colts and Bills update at the moment of recording? Um, well, it should be at some when, point when today. The at some point today, it'll right air probably either during the second game or so. by the end of tonight. So, yeah, you can give an update. Yeah, um, again, Josh Allen is the reason oh boy, that they have the 7-3 to three lead. Goes um, around his knees, falling down, throwing the ball to a wide-open receiver. Josh Allen's going for the Super Bowl, I'm telling you guys. Uh, it was great being on here. Um, I think it's very interesting how most of us split almost every decision 50-50. <laughs> so I'm very intrigued to see how that turns out. And I really think one of us needs to keep a chart on who was right and who was wrong for bragging rights going into the offseason. What's this? Perfect. What's this is up? Terrain's already posting of me saying the stuff about the MVP. So we we got Terrain. Terrain will do that. (laughs) Um, Yes, this will be posted on. Apple Podcasts, as well as Facebook and Spotify um, for your guys' information. Guys, thank you so much for joining. It's always a good time to catch up and talk with um, some great friends, even with difficult times we are all facing. Um, I want to wish you all a very happy and safe New Year. I know it's a little late, um, and I look forward to keeping in touch with you guys and looking to see which one of us is indeed correct. Um, And I do second Kyle's statement of the Bills are – Thank you, Logan. Thank you. Uh, I believe that everybody this year, and they will end up winning a Super Bowl.